Hello, and welcome to Charlottesville Community Engagement. I'm your host, Sean Tubbs. And before we get started, I wanted to remind some of you and tell some of you for the first time that this program is an offshoot of a podcast I created in March of 2020 to get information out to the public about COVID-19. Doing that show made me realize I needed to get back to journalism. And here I am a year and a half later with the 228th installment of this show and also what is doubling as the 57th installment of the Charlottesville Quarantine Report. Let's get on with it. On today's program, amid rising cases, Governor Ralph Northam is requiring vaccines or weekly COVID tests for state employees. An infectious disease expert at the University of Virginia is concerned about this flu season. And the Blue Ridge Health District takes questions on where we are at this moment in the pandemic. In today's Patreon-fueled shout-out, help support Black-owned businesses in the Charlottesville area. Check out the Charlottesville Black Business Directory at sevilleblackbiz.com and choose between a variety of goods and services, ranging from beauty supplies, professional services, and e-commerce. Visit sevilleblackbiz.com as soon as you can to get started. You know there's something serious going on with the public health response to the surge in COVID cases when there are press conferences at the local University of Virginia and state level, all held on the same day. We'll get through all of those in this episode of the program dedicated solely to COVID-19. Let's start with the numbers today. There are another 1,760 new cases of COVID-19 reported today by the Virginia Department of Health, and the seven-day rate for positive test results is 6.8%. That's up from 4.8% a week ago. In the Blue Ridge Health District, there are another 30 cases today, and the percent positivity is at 4.7%. Dr. Denise Bonds is the director of the Blue Ridge Health District. We had a lovely couple of months where as vaccinations increased, our case counts went down. Um, and unfortunately, in this country, um, we have had now an out or an increase in the what's called the Delta variant. Dr. Bonds said the Delta variant is changing guidance from national health officials on wearing masks indoors. Locally, restrictions are beginning to go back in place. For instance, Albemarle County will require all visitors to administration buildings to wear a mask, regardless of vaccination status, beginning on Monday. Part of the reason is that even people who are fully vaccinated could potentially still carry the Delta variant as the virus load is believed to be higher. So official guidance has changed. If you are vaccinated and you are know you have an exposure to someone who had a diagnosed case of COVID, the recommendations are that you get tested three to five days after that exposure and that you wear a mask while you're out in public for 14 days or until you have that negative test result. That's because we know with the Delta variant that you can become infected, have very mild or no symptoms if you're vaccinated, but still be capable of shedding that virus to other individuals. Dr. Bonds says she has resumed wearing a mask when she goes to the grocery store and when she goes to a weekly exercise class. The total for fully vaccinated Virginians, including children, is 54.3 percent, 
up from 53.8% a week ago. The seven-day daily rate for vaccinations has increased to 13,031 a day, up from 11,840 a week ago. Dr. Bond's comments came at a town hall this afternoon by the Blue Ridge Health District to provide information about how to get a vaccine, how to get tested, and the latest status on vaccinations. Jason Elliott is a communications officer with the Blue Ridge Health District. The math on this works out to about 61.8% of the Blue Ridge Health District having at least one dose. And we're sitting now at 56.5% of our Blue Ridge Health District uh, being fully vaccinated. The Blue Ridge Health District is offering vaccinations four days a week at a smaller location at Fashion Square Mall in daytime and evening hours. They're also offering shots at their headquarters one day a week. Their mobile vaccination clinic is also in use from time to time for something they're calling shot on the spot. Um, So coming up, you'll see us uh, at West Haven Health Day this weekend. We'll also be out at Lake Anna this weekend. This Moby van will be on the downtown mall this Monday. There is also still an active homebound campaign underway between the Health District, UVA Health, and the Charlottesville Fire Department to provide vaccinations to people who cannot leave their home. The added bonus to this is that we take care of everything for your first and second dose, and you can get that smoke detector set up or that battery replaced if you need that as well. Just before the town hall, the University of Virginia Health System held their weekly press briefing. In the near future, booster shots for COVID may be on the horizon, but are not currently recommended. Will that become an annual event? Dr. Patrick Jackson, an infectious disease expert, said it is too early to tell. With a lot of humility, I mean, we, we've only known about this virus for about 19 months. Um, there's a lot of things uh, still to know. I mean, HIV was discovered the year before I was born, and my day job is to, is to work on HIV virology. So, so there's just a ton that we, we don't know yet. Dr. Jackson said it is likely that COVID will remain present as a respiratory pathogen that continues to circulate, similar to influenza. I think vaccination will continue to be a major emphasis for COVID-19. In terms of how often that vaccination will need to be updated, I think that's unknown right now. Uh, There are reasons to believe that COVID-19 will mutate more slowly than influenza does, and so it might not be a yearly vaccine, but there might be periodic updates that are recommended. Dr. Jackson said last year there was virtually no transmission of influenza because of social distancing, and this may present a problem this year. Every year, you know, when the flu season comes around, you kind of rely on people having been exposed the previous year and recovered to kind of tamp down on, on the amount of transmission that flu uh, can, can kind of run through in a population. And so I do think that in this uh, coming flu season, that vaccination is going to be incredibly important, um, that we're going to need to really ramp up our efforts to vaccinate people, because I think um, having kind of missed the last flu season is that we are uh, kind of a setup for, for a worse season this time around. Dr. Jackson was asked at the press conference what he wanted Governor Northam to do today to take steps for public health. We already have a lottery in Virginia. Might as well have a vaccination lottery. I I think that, you know, there's at least some data that that helps get some people um, uh, off the fence. Um, You know, uh, things that the governor can do to encourage vaccination, particularly among state and local governments, I think would be would be very helpful um, up to and including um, expanding some vaccination mandates um, for people who are are kind of in a public facing uh, role, I think I think would be positive. Dr. Jackson said it is also crucial that people who are sick get time off from work. 
paid time off um, for staff who are not feeling well uh, to go home, recover, get tested is super important. And supporting students um, who are not feeling well to continue their education, whether that's remotely um, in, in an ideal world, and this is outside the hands of the school system probably is allowing parents to take time off from work to care for their kids when they're sick rather than sending them in. When we come back from a quick break, we'll hear from Governor Ralph Northam. You're reading Charlottesville Community Engagement, and it's time now for another reader-supported announcement. The nonprofit group Resilient Virginia works to inform decision-makers and officials about how to prepare for a changing world. They're holding their annual event virtually this year, and registration prices go up at the end of this week. The Resilient Recovery Conference will take place the mornings of August 25th, August 26th, and August 27th. Take a look at the details of the event, as well as pricing, at resilientvirginia.org. It has been a few months since Governor Northam held a press briefing specifically to address COVID-19. The pediatrician took to the dais today wearing a mask in order to give updates. When we last spoke in early May, things were looking very good, and they still are overall. This summer, our case counts have dropped to the lowest we have seen since October of 2020, and we have been seeing drops in hospitalizations, deaths, and in our percent positivity. However, the number of cases and the percent positivity have begun to increase as the number of vaccinations began to stall. That's given the Delta variant room to spread. The arrival of the Delta variant, combined with the number of people who are not vaccinated, is driving our case counts back up. A large majority of people getting infected now are unvaccinated. They haven't gotten their shot. Northam stressed that Virginia is still reporting lower numbers each day than at the height of the winter surge. And I am confident we will not go back to that point. Northam said since January, 99% of COVID cases have been in people not fully vaccinated. Even though Delta is more contagious, vaccinated people are still strongly protected against getting so sick that they have to go into the hospital. Nearly every single person who has died from COVID has been unvaccinated. So with all of that in mind, Northam announced mandatory vaccinations for the 120,000 people who work for the Commonwealth to be given by September 1st. Anyone who chooses not to be vaccinated will have to get a COVID test every week and show proof of a negative result. And I really encourage local governments and private companies to do the same thing. Speaking to the greater population, Northam urged those who are hesitant to get the shot now. The time for waiting is over. Millions of people around the world have been vaccinated, and we are fine. 350 million doses have been distributed in the United States including nearly 10 million right here in Virginia. 
Children under the age of 12 are still not eligible to get a vaccine, though Northam said he is hopeful approval from the Food and Drug Administration will come within the next month. Under Virginia law adopted by the General Assembly this past winter, schools are required to offer in-person instruction five days a week, and they are to follow guidance from the Federal Centers for Disease Control. The CDC guidance is that people in schools need to be wearing masks. Several districts have already taken votes, stating that mask wearing will be optional in schools. Northam urged these localities to consult with their legal counsel and to reconsider. It's the law of the land, and uh, we expect uh, our school districts uh, throughout the Commonwealth of Virginia to follow the law. Northam stopped well short of issuing a mandate for indoor masks. The state of emergency declared on March 12, 2020, has now expired. On August 5, 2021, Northam invoked some of the messaging he used back in the early days of the pandemic. One of the things that I said when, when all this started is that, that we as Americans right now are fighting a biological war and, and our enemy uh, is the COVID-19 virus. And, and when I fought, uh, when I served in the United States Army, one of the things that was so reassuring to me uh, as an American was that Americans were on board with our mission. They, they were behind everything that we were doing to, to really try to win this war. And I, I would just hope uh, that Virginians and Americans would, would look at this as a war and, and want to win that war. Is it a war? It's not my style to use that kind of a metaphor. But for now, I'm just going to do what I was doing in March of 2020, remaining vigilant, watching the numbers, and changing my behavior again. However, that is it for this joint installment of Charlottesville Community Engagement and the Charlottesville Quarantine Report, the latter being the original version that uh, got me back into this kind of work. If you have enjoyed this program, there might be something on Seville Podcast that you might want to take a look at. The Charlottesville Podcasting Network was something I started in 2005 to serve as a repository of information in this community, and it still is. It's still going, put together by somebody who took it over from me at one point. Uh, it's still out there and uh, you might want to go take a look. Um, if you do, uh, let me know what you think and let me know the kinds of things you would like to hear. Um, what's not being brought to you? What would you like to know? What information is missing from this community and uh, how can we get it out there? I'm Sean Tubbs, the host of this program. I'll be back tomorrow with a more regular version of the Charlottesville Community Engagement Newsletter. Hopefully, it'll be a while before I do one of the quarantine report ones. But of course, at this point, they're all the same thing. Uh, do please come back tomorrow and send this on to somebody else that you think might be interested. And uh, stay safe out there. And, uh, you know, um, take care of yourself. I really mean that. And I'll see you again another time.